Hello, listeners, and welcome. Twelve Sided Stories presents Otherworld London, an actual play RPG podcast that uses the seventh edition Call of Cthulhu system. We weave macabre, gaslight era tales of terror and suspense for your listening enjoyment. Our games are story driven and rules light. Now, our keeper for Otherworld London, Wes Otis. Let's jump right into it. This is a very special episode. I'm here with Kelsey, and we're doing a one-on-one episode where we are just dealing with Maggie Cooper. All of these stories are happening at the same time. Now, in most games, you kind of want to avoid separating, but we've kind of made a habit of it, so (laughs) it's not so odd. Um, Kelsey, hello. Hello, beautiful. Getting ready to solve this mystery. Superspicious as Cindy. <laughs> I think she's up to something. Okay, cool. <laughs> so she, you actually just recapped kind of what happened to your character in the last game. You had to deal with Harold Graves, the mortician, helped you out with the body of uh, one of your workers who had committed suicide after her face was horribly deformed from acid in her makeup and basically it was this foundation that when she got a little bit of water on it it activated and caused this horrible thing now fran came to you and she's your kind of bookkeeper yeah and she came to you and said well cindy's not paying what she should be paying she's working a lot but i'm not seeing the amount of money because at the rose petal you guys take all the money into a pot to pay for everything and do all that stuff and it just wasn't happening Cindy wasn't paying and she gave you some story about like oh I'm really sorry I'm not working as much as you think and blah 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 and yada yada even though Fran checked the books three times three times and that's really where we're starting at it's mid-morning after the night of having to deal with your worker who passed Mm -hmm. and You're in the East End. The doors haven't opened yet. The house feels a little empty because Lucy, the young woman that had stayed with you, is now at Eugenia's house. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you've had a chance to talk to any of them. You've been kind of dealing with this stuff here. Okay. So about 11 o'clock, you've already eaten. And Fran comes in and she goes... I'm a little concerned about Nancy. Uh, Her door's been locked since last night. I knocked a few times, and after our recent issues, I don't want to open the door. It's all right, Fran. I'll go check on her. Uh, I'll, I'll come with you, of course. I just didn't want to be the only one. Nancy? Are you all right, love? Check and see if it's open. It's locked. Because I, I tried that. We Do we could... have a set of master keys somewhere? I, I would, would imagine. imagine you would. Yeah. So I'll go to like the kitchen or Just wherever the case. master keys are yeah. and, and grab them. Okay. So you go in and you open the door. <gasps> Her client is laying on the bed. She is on top of him being held up 
by a, a rope around her neck. Oh my god. <laughs> and his neck is cut. Okay. And she is just kind of slumped over and like I said the neck is being held is by she dead? the rope. They're both dead. Yeah. So she's this has this was a while ago. This was last night at some point. Oh my. Yeah. Goodness. So he's got his throat cut and she is kind of precariously yeah. like slumped over but still on top of him because the rope is yeah. taut and keeping her from falling over. I mean, I'll just immediately cut the rope down. I don't want to see her that way. Okay. And I'll just, I'll pull her like off the bed, probably end up sitting on the floor with her like in my lap, just like checking to see if there's any chance that she might still be alive, but it's probably pretty clear no, that she's, she's been gone she's for a pretty, while. She's pretty gone. Now, when you do look at her though, you do notice that she has a cut between two of her ribs of a of a knife. There's like someone blood. Someone stabbed her between the ribs. Someone stabbed her. And make an idea roll. Seventy three under my eighty. <laughs> I just <laughs> hey, barely it make it. It works though. You kind of look at her a bit, and you look at her neck. And though you don't have much of a medical background at all, just dealing with basic first aid stuff, mm -hmm. you know she was stabbed first, and then someone took their time to put this all in the room. To stage this. To stage it, yeah. Do I recognize the John? Yeah, he's a regular. His name's Bert. He comes in every few weeks, and he usually deals with Nancy. And Is he uh, usually a good customer, never causes any kind of problem? No, and he's not. He wouldn't, know, he wouldn't have he wouldn't, asked for yeah, any of he's, this. He's not like, I want rope. Or right. He's usually a pretty straightforward guy. Okay. So everything about this is just wrong. Wrong, yeah. <laughs> this is a total, like, try to, you know. Yeah. And at that point, you hear a, a knock on the door. The front door? Yeah. And Fran goes, Jesus Christ, this is not the time for a visitor. I'll stay here. You, can you? Yeah, I'll, I'll go check the door, Fran. Uh, close this door. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know really what to do. Um, so just, just don't open this door. Relock it when I leave, all right? Of, of course, of course. I'll stay in here with the dead people. You go out there. I'm sorry, friend. It's all right. Go, go, go. I'm coming. So you get to the door and you open it. And standing there is a constable. And behind him, you can see Craggy sitting on the porch, smoking a cigar, watching. Mm -hmm. And he goes, we got a report of a, of a disturbance, ma'am. A disturbance? Yes. This morning? Yes. Somebody said they heard some screaming or something coming from here. Oh, uh, well, it is possible uh, that there was a bit of uh, lively noises coming from the establishment, but I can assure you there was no disturbance. Um, uh, you're welcome to come into the foyer. Can I get you uh, tea or any such thing? No, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll only be a moment. It's probably nothing, and he starts looking around and kind of her room is upstairs yeah. and so you're hoping he doesn't go up there so he kind of looks around so what kind of establishment is this place uh we're a bed and breakfast 
I really frilly for a bread and breakfast in the middle of the East End. Oh, well, I like to keep things a bit, you know, frilly, pretty. Um, Down here in the East End, there's a pretty lack of beauty, so... Make a, make a charm roll for right. me. Let's see. Ooh, I got a 29. Right, cool. So do you have a check next to it already? Um, I think I got that last time, so yes, I'll put you a did. new check. Okay, good. We'll... We'll deal with that later. Okay. Um, so that's considered a difficult success. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not much of a businessman, but this might not be the best location for you, ma'am. Oh yeah, you're certainly right about that. It is a bit of a rough neighborhood. Definitely. Um, well, uh, if you uh, if you hear anything or if you have any troubles, please let us know. And uh, uh, must have been a false alarm. Well, thank you. I do appreciate you checking on us. He walks out, and I don't know, are you closing the I'm, door? I'm going to give Craggy whatever the equivalent of flipping the bird in the, <laughs> the 1890s is. I believe it's the two fingers up. Perfect. So, the, yeah, or like the thumb under the, the teeth or yeah, whatever it is. The, yeah. Right, all of the things that you, you can do. I imagine the officer turns around, and I, you know, like yeah. snub Craggy, and then he turns around, and I turn and says, ah, thank you for stopping. <laughs> and and Craig is just kind of looking at you and smoking the cigar. Doesn't respond at all, mm -hmm. right? He's such a slime. Yeah. And you shut the door. What do you want to do? Um. Okay. I'm gonna have uh Fran hold down, uh maybe hold down the fort here. Um, cause it's the, like the beginning of the day, right? It's, yeah. It's like 11. So for you guys, the beginning of the day is a lot later. Yeah. But there's like, no, it's like light outside. There's right. no way I could probably yeah, secretively exactly. move two, uh, dead bodies from my establishment at this point. No, um, not unless you're willing to talk to Craggy and that probably wouldn't be the best idea yeah, from what you're seeing. No. Um, so I'm gonna maybe, let's see. Um, I might just tell Fran, make sure that Nancy's door stays locked um, and that as we open the doors to maybe conduct business like on the ground floor and right. let's try to not have clients go upstairs until I get back with like some more information. Um, and I'd like to go see if I can, um, I don't know, find out information about uh, where Nancy, well... Where she came from, or? Like, who she interacted with the previous day. Oh, okay, well. Like, um, was she in town? Did she talk to anyone? Like, was someone following her around the previous day? Do you want to talk to the people? Maybe I should talk to the people in the house. Like, yeah, the, the other girls and, and boys in the house. Okay, well, Nancy was close with a lot of the men workers so mm -hmm. like Rick and yeah. Mark and all them and the reason being is because if they went out it was a lot easier to be like she was kind of their beard okay. almost like you know hey I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> so how they hide in right. plain sight right for safety for safety you'd probably go to Mark and he doesn't obviously he doesn't know what's happened uh good morning uh can I help you um is everything okay Mark it's actually not okay um I've got something rather terrible to tell you. Oh, what, what is it? Well, it's Nancy. Um, I believe someone's murdered Nancy. How many deaths have we had here? Too many. 
too, far, far too many. Well, she said that um, some woman came in, kept talking to her. Um, Did you see her? She was a young, young thing, probably 19, maybe, maybe 20. And she talked with Cindy. She talked briefly with the other, the redhead girl. I always forget her name, uh, Jacqueline or something. Um, Yes, Jacqueline. She talked with Jacqueline. And she ended up going up in a room with Rick because, you know, he, he'll play both sides of the field. Yes. And I didn't see her leave. I saw Rick this morning, so he didn't say anything out of the ordinary. And Rick is the one that took the, the strange female client. Right. And you'd never seen this girl before? No, which is odd. We usually don't get too new many clientele new clientele. is pretty rare. Yeah. Okay. Do you know where Rick is? I believe he's uh, eating breakfast, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Listen, um... Use caution today. Okay. There's just been too many horrible, strange happenings going on lately, and I don't want to lose any more. I don't want to lose any more friends, so please just, just be cautious. Of course, of course. Stick uh, together. Don't go anywhere on your own. I, I won't. Thank, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And you leave Mark's room yeah. and go find Rick. And Rick's downstairs. He's drinking. You can smell the alcohol. Is that common for Rick? No, not usually. He's kind of rubbing his head a bit. Uh, what's, uh, oh, everybody's running around and there's, I saw the police officer come in. What's, what's going on? Well, it seems that we've had quite the night, Rick. Yeah, I think I had quite the night as well. Are you all right? You don't look well. I had a female client come in, a new girl. I'd never seen her before. Um, but she bought a couple of hours, and we went upstairs, and she brought some drink with her, and, and we started to get into the night, and I don't remember anything else. It just everything went black. And all you had to drink was what she brought you. Right. I think I might have been uh, slipped something. I think she drugged you, Rick. I think so, too. I woke up. She was gone. There was money on the table. And I just figured, I don't know. I, I usually don't drink with clients, but I figured one drink with her wasn't going to be a bad thing. So. Would you recognize her again if you saw her? Yeah, she was, uh, yeah, I would. She's a, a mousy type with uh, black hair that uh, goes down below her shoulders. Um, It looked like she was wearing clothes to fit in more than clothes she was comfortable in. Does that make sense? Like dressing above or below her station? I would say below. Hmm. She brought alcohol and had, you know, left more money than she needed to. Understood. Well... Rick, I'm particularly disturbed by this because I'm afraid I've got terrible news. Not again. What, yes, what has happened again. this time? Nancy's been murdered. Oh, dear God. And I'm starting to wonder if someone drugged her as well. Look. We just 
we went out for for breakfast two days ago. I She's, know. She was such a nice girl. She really was. Look, um, you and Mark stick by each other today, all right? Uh, of course, of course. And... No drinking anything from strange... No, um... People o- we only don't drink know. things from our own stock, um... And... Maybe... Here's maybe no thing. one should be with clients by themselves. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. It's terrible. It's... it's... You said she was talking to Cindy. Yeah, she came in... Is it a in, friendly conversation? I have no clue. She came in and kind of did the rounds. You know how new people will do that don't have their regulars. They'll, they'll talk Wandering to everybody around. and figure out who they're interested in and then go from there. Okay. Well, if you think of anything else, let me know. Um, would, do you know what she served you? What sort of alcohol? Oh, it was wine. Good wine? I would say good wine, but to be honest with you, I'm not much... I don't know much about wine. I usually... It's not something we usually get down here. No, I usually drink beer to, you know... It was nice. All right. I'm going to keep looking into this, but um, today, perhaps no new clients. Everyone stick together. Only drink of our own stock. And... I, I hate to ask this, but what have you dealt with the body yet? No. No, I haven't. I just found her with Fran. She was... And then magically this cop shows up? What is going on in this house? Craggy has something to do with this, Rick. Have you talked to him yet? No. I'm going to have to go over there eventually. I know it. Take someone. I mean, I'll go with you if you want, but you need to take some, maybe I, even I two will. people. Yeah. Because if You're he's... Right. Uh, if he's decided that the rose petal needs to close, then who knows what kind of things he'll do if you're over there. And I'm, I'm worried that he has somehow turned someone in the house against us. It's possible. You know, for as ugly as he is, he seems to draw people into him. He does have some sort of disgusting appeal, doesn't he? He does. I'm going to go try to try to figure out if I can get any more information about this mystery woman and see what Craggy might have been up to last night. Well, this, uh, like I said, let me know if you need help and, um, and I'll, I'll be here. If Wilford should happen to show up again this evening for another session, um, would you let him know to tell Ethel that we've had another incident? Okay. And that it would be... Greatly appreciated if the other ladies could perhaps help us out in some way. Absolutely, yes. Um, I I will do that. So what do you want to do next? So, I'm thinking... I mean, I need to know where this powder came from. And she was stabbed with a knife. Um, where's my dagger? Do I still have my dagger? No. So I'm looking for it and I can't find it? It's gone. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh, they're trying to freaking frame me for murder. This is so unacceptable. (laughs) Okay, where was I? So when I go to sleep at night, I probably take off my scabbard and put it somewhere that I feel is relatively safe. Would all the girls probably just know where I keep all my stuff? Yeah. It's not like I It's not, it's like, not like, like I feel thought. like I need to hide It's only things. recently that all this stuff has happened. Right. So anybody that's been here for longer than 6 months would know. Will know. Um awesome. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know what to do with that yet. <laughs> um, okay, because I need to find, let's go through it. I need to find out who, um, who poisoned us. I need to find out a way to dispose of uh, two more bodies. Right. I need to somehow find out what's going on with Craggy. Right. Um, okay, let's see. There's there's still a couple girls that work over at Craggy's that I have a relatively good yeah. relationship, yeah, right? Yeah, you do, yeah. Um, so I think that uh, I imagine some of them probably walk the streets during the day. Um, yeah, everybody sure. probably comes back to the houses closer to the evening. So, right, um, yeah. You can probably like the marketplace or something where people bump kind into of wander. Somewhere. Yeah, I want to try to go bump into one of Craggy's girls that that I have like a, a good relationship. Okay, cool. So you go out to the market. Craggy sends his girls out to, to buy stuff for yeah. the next evening and whatever. So sure enough, you run into a few of them. May is there. May's a nice girl. Hasn't drank too deeply of the Craggy Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. So she's still approachable. All right. Good morning, May. Oh, good, good morning, Maggie. How, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Um, you getting stuff for the rose petal tonight? Oh, yes. We need to restock on a few things. I saw that uh, uh, Capo came by. Are you everything okay over there? Someone's just messing with me. I'm sure. Um, funny you should say that. I, I noticed, um, I, I didn't think anything of it because I thought maybe a John was trying to, to get out of paying or something. And, uh, I... I noticed somebody uh, coming out of your place after everything had quieted down. It was... Last night? Yeah. It was pretty late. It was like three or four in the morning. Oh. I must have already been asleep. It looked like everyone was asleep. The reason I noticed it is because I was finishing up with my last client and I looked across the street and I, I saw a figure come out. He just left the front door or what? Yeah, he just left out the front door. Was, was what did weird. he look like? It's across the street in the middle of the night. There's uh, not much true. light. She, Could you tell if he was young or old or thin or fat? Small. He uh, he looked like he was probably five foot four, five foot five. So a petite gentleman. Yes, I, I'm assuming. Had an overcoat on and a hat. One of those worker, like, I guess it was a... Just a basic felt hat. Hmm. Interesting. Well, thank you for letting me know. That's quite strange. Craggy's been talking about you a lot lately. Has he now? Yeah, he's, uh... Lovely to know I've got so much of his attention. He's not happy with having a, a brothel right across from him. And he, no, he never has been, has he? He's been complaining quite a bit lately about how you uh, seem to be attracting more and more people through your doors. And I certainly hope he's not taking it out on you. He takes everything out on everyone. Oh, but no. You know, you're always welcome at the Rose Petal, mate. You don't have to stay over there with him. I, I, I owe him money, and um, if I tried to leave, he would find me. You know how craggy he is. I don't know. He's done it before. That's how he keeps all the girls. We're all in debt. Anyway, I should get back before somebody uh, starts talking. Just be careful. I will, thank you. So she leaves. Hmm. Interesting. 
Do I know um, on this market, so the guy, let's see, Harold Graves, mm-hmm. told me that it wasn't a, a, a chemist. I think I want to. We I think we narrowed it down the last time we talked about it. That there were probably like two possible people right. that somebody could have bought this stuff from. Right, because your your area doesn't have a lot of like right. chemists and yeah. stuff. Um, so I'm gonna just try to find where those people would be in the market. And okay. See if I can maybe gather some intel about that. Sure. So you walk into the the first place, and it's this older gentleman. He's probably in his 80s, you know, been there a while. He's got on, you know, relatively thick glasses. And uh, Hello, kind sir. Oh, uh, hi, madam. Uh, uh, sorry, we, uh, we don't usually get people in here um, at this time of day. It's usually later. Can I help you? What do, what do you need today? Well, um, actually, I was hoping you might be able to answer a few questions for me. Okay, what, what do you need to know? Well, you see, a friend of mine uh, was trying to have some, some specialty foundation made, and I believe she had some sort of allergic reaction to it. It seemed to burn her skin. Um, I was wondering if you may have any idea what could have caused such a thing. Oh, well... I'm not sure what they put in makeup these days, but if they accidentally put something like a boric acid or something like that in there that's a powder... Um, would water make boric acid uh, burn worse? It would definitely activate it, you know, or something like that. Um, Where does a person get boric acid? You can get it. I mean, I can I can give you some. They, a lot of times they use it to kill rats or things like that. Oh, for pest control. Basically, yes. You put a little bit underneath your uh, counters or whatever, and, you know, the rats and stuff will eat it and then die. And um, Have you sold any recently? Well, let me look at my, my book. Oh, that would be lovely. I would greatly appreciate it. Pulls out this big book with all of these because he has to write down. <laughs> yeah. Who, he always writes down everybody. And he goes, um... You've got lovely record keeping. Thank you. <sighs> Looks down and he goes, the last time I sold... Huh. That's odd. She signed her name differently. It's an older woman. She comes in here quite a bit. Um... Uh, I think it says here her name's Tessa, but I'm pretty sure her name's Fran. Uh, Maggie, we, we have an issue down here. Can you, can you please come down very quickly? Oh, great. What is it? Uh, someone has, uh, set fire to our front door and, uh, I can't open it. And her biggest fear is at work. Having to either be homeless or move into a workhouse. Fran's looking at the makeup and she goes, Yeah, this isn't right. There's something else in here that she's. Someone's tampered with her makeup. Yeah, when she put water on her, she put a little dab of water in to get the powder wet and then put it on her face and started burning. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honey, I, I don't think it's your fault. Shannon, Shannon couldn't handle what had happened to her. She's not with us anymore. Fran? Yeah, yes, an older woman. Um, probably in her 40s. 
She came in here three days ago. Does she usually wear a blue dress? Usually, yes. Um, she, uh, she picked up that and told me that she would need some... Oh, here it is, and he shows you yesterday. Uh, right here, she got some uh, sleeping powder uh, yesterday morning when I first opened. That's Said unusual. She, she's having trouble sleeping. I see. Um, does that help you at all? That I, I believe it does help me. Thank, thank you um, so much for your time. I, I appreciate you looking at your records. So this isn't necessarily a horrifying, scary thing, but it's, it's definitely something that would probably shake you. Mm-hmm. So can you give me a little bit of a sand check? So you're fine. So what looks like I held steady on You're that. all like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucked up. All right. So she cl- closes the book and, uh, uh, you know, what do you want to do? Oh, my. Um, hmm. I don't, I guess I don't need any, I don't need to buy anything or anything from him. Mm-mm. So I'll just go. I'm going to head back to the rose petal. Um, okay, so you enter, and you hear from upstairs. Is it is it safe to come out? Is that you, Fran? Yes. Yes, you, you can come down. No oh, one's here. Thank God. She opens the door and comes down. She goes, oh, did you talk with Craggy or get the Herald? Talk- or? I haven't talked with Craggy, no, but I let, I let Mark and Rick know about Nancy. We, we can't can't keep doing this. We need to figure out who's doing these things. I know, Fran. Are you all right? It's difficult to be around corpses so much. I'm more used to men being non-responsive for other reasons. (laughs) I hear you. Um, Look, Fran, you've been through an awful lot the last couple of weeks. Um, (sighs) Yes. Would you like to take some time off? I don't know where I'd go. What do you mean? I just mean, like, if you need some time to, like, figure things out or recover from the emotional trauma of everything that's happened, I I would support you in that. No, I I need to stay here. Everything will be fine. We need to get those bodies out of there, though. They're going to stink. I know, we do. Um, all right. Uh, look, would you mind going down to the market for me and picking up some cleaning supplies? Sure, of um, course. Perhaps some new bedding as well. I'll get you some money from our coffer. Sure. Um, I'll take care of the bodies. You just stay out of the house as long as you need. Um, I'm so sorry that I made you have to stay up there for such a long time. Okay. And she kind of gets this like little look on her face. She goes, I'll be back with some groceries. All right, I'll just be cleaning. And then... She kind of turns and, and walks out, and you get a brief moment of just, like, coldness from her mm. that you're not used to. Oh. Like, like she dropped her guard there for a moment once you said that, and now you worry a little bit if she knows that you're on to her. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. All so right. She walks out. <sighs> I'm going to go up to um, where Nancy and, and the John were. All right. Does it all look normal? She hasn't done anything She hasn't up there. done anything up there, no. Um, 
I'm going to ask Rick if he, uh, or actually, okay, I'll go into Rick's room. Are there glasses, like what I assume would probably be the glass that had like the sleeping powder in it still there? I doubt he's cleaned his room since last night. No, the, the, the unfortunately the, the men workers don't clean as well as they should. You know? I'm sure it's not just the men workers. Yeah, exactly. It's not just the men workers. We're all horrible people. We're all just gross. <laughs> We're gross people. Anyway. Um, so does, uh, do I see like a, a glass? Um, Oddly enough, no. No, no glasses. Uh-uh. Um, an empty bottle of wine or anything anywhere? No. Oh. Everything's not there. That's very unusual. Yeah, it is actually. Okay. Um, are there any glasses or anything in Nancy's room? Yes, there are. There's one glass. It's on the ground, though. You searched the entire place, I'm imagining, and I'm yeah. not going to make you make a roll because you have time. You look underneath the, the bed, and it has rolled underneath the bed, okay. and you can see lipstick marks from where she took her drink. Um, does it look – can I make a maybe a spot-hidden roll to see if there's any, like, residue or something in the No, glass? you don't need to make a roll for that because you're taking your time and yeah. stuff. Okay. So that's fine. You kind of look at it, and, yeah, there's something – there's some fine, like, little powder in there, definitely. There's, there's definitely a fine powder in there. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to Fran's room next. <laughs> All right. And at some point while you're looking at there, Mark comes up and he's crying. He goes, What's I happened? Sh- I shouldn't have looked in that room. Oh, no. You opened the door. Yeah. Wait. The door wasn't locked. When you came out, he was coming up oh, the stairs. Oh, he happened to and glance, he happened in. glance in. Yeah. yeah. He goes, um... Oh, Mark, I'm so sorry that you had to see it. I I guess I... So, yeah, what are we doing? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on and why people keep attacking everyone in the house. I... I don't... I don't know, Mark. I... I'm trying to figure it out, but... I don't know who to trust anymore. I don't know what to do. Okay, well, you can trust me. What, um, I know that doesn't mean anything because I just said you could trust me and you don't know who to trust. (laughs) Anyway, let's close that door and, you know, she was such a good woman. Nobody should die that way. The last time you went out with Nancy and Rick. Yes. Did anyone give you a hard time? I don't remember anything unusual. That new girl. The new girl that came in last night. Yeah. Had you ever seen her before? Actually, I saw her go into the pig in the stone a few days ago. A couple of times I saw her. And, yeah, she uh, she went in and went out. She didn't stay for very long. And I just remember her face and her black hair. Right. It was... And, and oh, Jesus. Fucking craggy. I was a violent man. He's not worth it, Mark. Anyway. He'll get his comeuppance. If he sent one cop, he'll send another. We need to deal with those bodies. But what? Call me when you need me. You've got too too much on your plate right now. I'll I'll be around. All right. Be be safe, Mark. Rick and I. Did you know Rick was going to marry Nancy? What? He didn't mention that to me. He, uh, he didn't 
he didn't want his family to know about his lifestyle, and so they were going to marry each other so that he could... They had an arrangement. Was he trying to get out of the business? No, he just wanted someone to take home to be able to say, this is my wife and I work. I see. It's a web of lies we live sometimes, you know. Isn't it? Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll go with Rick downstairs and... Please stay together today, all right? Let me know. I'm terribly worried about both of you. Okay, so he leaves and you start heading down the hall towards Fran's. Towards Fran's room. Mm-hmm. Is her door unlocked? It is not. I have the uh, big the keys. jingle dangle yeah. <laughs> of keys. So you open the door and you go in. I feel like most of the time we would probably have our doors unlocked, right? Pretty much. Like, I don't feel There's like no reason we would why. lock yeah. our doors from each other. So you walk in and everything in her room is pristine. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Like the bed's made, the floor is clean. And usually, you've seen it before, usually you chalked it up to an older woman who likes her things to be a certain way after experience of being in the business for a while. Um, Now I don't know if you feel that way. I don't know, because it's, with everything going on, Mm -hmm. everything is like really pristinely, you know. You you start to, to look around, and you go over to where her vanity is and you open the bottom drawer all of these makeups neatly put in there most of the time you guys just throw stuff Mm -hmm. and you notice there's a little cutout um, on the very bottom where you would put your finger and pull up on Mm -hmm. the drawer to show like a little thing and you kind of uh, do you remove the makeup and yeah I'll try to like not not move, you know, the stuff that's around it or on top of it and right. try to lift it off and see what's underneath there. All right, just give me a, a dex check. Okay. 34 right. under my 65. Okay, so you gingerly take it up and put it on the thing, and underneath it you see a bottle of the acid, and you also see a journal Mm. And you open up the journal. Hell yeah, I open up the journal. I would imagine. <laughs> Do you open the journal? I for sure open the journal. And it's this just strange text. It's all in English, but none of it makes sense. It's like the, the purple sun flies over the moon on Tuesday nights and blah, blah, blah. And it's like it's all densely written out very perfectly spaced. If I if I flip back to like past entries, right. are they all like this? Or is there a place where it seems that there was like a shift? There is one thing that sticks out. They all seem to be the same, but there's one page where she's violently written in really big letters. I don't want to get old. Oh no. Did you find everything you were looking for?
this is a great spot to stop. No! <laughs> <laughs> so, Fred, why? So, um, uh, yeah, that's it, that was an incredibly you know interesting game. Oh, Thank you man. very much. Um, so we should. Why you gotta betray me like this, Wes? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and playing a, a one-on-one yeah, -on -one game. This was way fun. And um, you will find out. I feel worse for the people. So I'm really sorry, guys. Let's go ahead and do the social media thing, Perfect. which brings me to Patreon. So our Patreon basically will allow us to be able to put out a weekly show as opposed to an every other week and also do more content because we all... Enjoy doing the show, and your support will help, you know, get out more stuff, more good stuff, which is exciting. Kelsey? All right, lovelies. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Kelsey Kelsum. That's K-E-L-S-E-Y-K-E-L-S-E-M. Okay. First, you can find the show at 12 Sided Stories. It's the number 12 Sided Stories, all one word, on Twitter. You can also find me on Plate Mail Games. It's all one word on Twitter. We also have a website, Plate Mail Games, and on Drive Through RPG. If you want to bring some of the sound effects you're hearing into your own game, thank you very much for listening, Kelsey. This was a lot of fun. It was I way had, fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, we hope to uh, have you listen to us again very soon, and uh, have a great day, night, or whatever it is where you're at. Bye. <laughs>